The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in. Take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious, we'll be friends. Welcome in everyone to a very special Visibilities. Our Visibilities, as most of you know, is visually impaired seniors have abilities. And uh, we certainly all do, many of us do anyway, if not all, when it comes to reading books, uh, and many of the other things that we've gotten so used to doing with our Victor Reader streams. The evening tonight, we will be hearing from the product manager at Humanware, Matthew Paquette, and the director of strategic partnerships. I wanted to make sure I got that right. Um, Peter Tusick, I want to welcome the two of them to Visibilities this evening. And I also want to thank Larry Gassman, Cindy LeBon, and Nikki Kick for uh, hosting with us tonight. We're simulcasting on Clubhouse. And welcome all of you as our um, friends and 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 fellow listeners. And with that, I'm going to uh, start with Matthew and Peter and just kind of start by saying, you know, it, it was a week and a half ago, I had to get the description in for tonight's program. And at that time, it, we were still talking, when is the launch going to be on the website? When are the pre-orders going to be? You guys have been doing an amazing fast track, apparently, uh, because there's so much of that that of that description that's a little ancient history right now. Yep. Um, but so I would love to just let the two of you start on where we are now on that fast track and where people can expect to be in another very short time, I think. So yeah. good evening to both of you. Well, thank you so much for having us on tonight. I, it's really great to be here. Um, so, so yeah, so we uh, we weren't too too sure when we spoke about ten days ago exactly when we were going to launch. Um, we were still in the final processes of you know fixing bugs and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, we were able to. We made a decision earlier this week, and we started shipping units on Thursday this week. I like. Uh, I I think the. Uh, yeah. Sorry, there's a phone. Phone I think going. She's, she's muted now. <laughs> no worries. No, it, it it's been it's been fantastic. This is Peter to you know to to actually get to the finish line here. And Matthew had had kind of brought uh, this to the user list uh, about uh, five weeks ago or so, and had kind of teased that something was coming. And we you know it it, it certainly took. Uh, a lot of effort for for many many months um, to kind of get this all in in line. It certainly was something 
uh, that we had, you know, we had put out a survey a couple of years ago and looked for feedback from all of our users. And we received a tremendous amount of feedback. Many of you here tonight uh, probably participated in that survey uh, that was put out back in about uh, somewhere about March-ish of 2021. And you know, when when we when we build a new product, the typical product development cycle, and this is not just us, for any company, when you when you try to fast track a, a commercially available product that is global, you're looking at about an 18 to 24 month product cycle. Um, we're definitely, you know, we, we were definitely within that window and for us leaning more toward the shorter end of that window. Um, uh, but it was something that we knew had to happen. Um, the Victor reader stream second generation has hit its 10 year anniversary, uh, this year and certainly needed a nice refresh. So it was really nice to get to this point and we are absolutely fired up to, to be able to, to come on and, and talk about it and really give the whole backstory and kind of how we got to where we are. For sure. Well, we'd love to hear some of the backstory. No, yeah. So I guess what we'll do, um, I'll, I'll kind of kick it, kick it off, and then throw it over to Matt. Um, for those of you who don't know who I am, uh, my name is Peter Tusik, as it was introduced as. I'm the director of strategic partnerships here at Humanware, and a lot of what I do is work with our blindness products. Um, I'm totally blind. I've been with Humanware for the last eight years, and I am in Chicago. Um, and I'm, I'm born and raised in Chicago, so never left, but I've done a boatload of traveling, um, sometimes doing upwards of 40 weeks a year on the road, doing lots of education trainings, um, coming to all of the various conferences, certainly been to a number of ACBs and, and all kinds of shows, local, national, um, you know, doing lots of presentations and whatnot. And then uh, also have been very, very fortunate to work behind the scenes with our product management and development teams. Um, I am not a product manager. Um, fortunately, we have the product manager with us here tonight, but uh, I, I do get to kind of be the ears, um, the boots on the ground, if you will, and kind of helping be a conduit to bring everything um, that I'm hearing or that, you know, and, and help make sure that that makes its way to the proper folks. When we, when we put that survey out, overwhelmingly the response from our participants, and it was, it, you know, when we talk about being an assistive technology company, and how many customers we serve. Uh, the slice is, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's very, very small. And when it comes to our products, you know, the in circulation, um, we certainly have a, tr- a very hardcore and dedicated user group. But when it comes to the Victor Reader stream, uh, it is by far our most popular product globally. So we have upwards, I mean, in the high uh, double digit sort of thousands of users. So up into that, uh, Somewhere in that seventy to one hundred thousand user range globally over the lifespan of the product. I'm not talking current users, <clears throat> but for us, that is monumentally awesome. Um, we have a very dedicated following, and what we heard from the users who took our survey, you know, overwhelmingly, the, the response was, "We want the product to remain the same. We want the the functionality, the features we know, the footprint we love. Um, we don't want anyone to reinvent the wheel." A lot of the questions were on. The buttons on the layout. Um, oftentimes, you know, we we see devices that become cluttered um, with all sorts of buttons that have wonderful functionality and features. Uh, we try to stick with a minimalist approach. Um, we added one button in the in the three generations now of the Victor Reader Stream. There's one additional button, um, and that is the the circular button in the middle to go between your offline and online bookshelves. That was added in the second generation. We really try to keep the devices as 
minimalist as we can. Um, and at the same time, the, the struggle is we want to add and implement new features, which we certainly will do and have done over the years while keeping the same user interface. So, you know, we, 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 we sought to do that. Um, and we certainly also heard a lot of feedback that we needed to refine some things. Um, the, you know, the, the overall piece was we want modern hardware with the same Victor Reader stream we know and love. And that's what we've sought to deliver and, and what I feel and we, we have delivered. Um, certainly, like any new product, there's going to be a few nuances, some, some differences that, that we'll dive into here tonight. And I can even demonstrate. Uh, but, you know, when it comes down to it, the product will feel the same. If you know how to use a Victor Reader stream, um, second generation, you're going to know how to use this one because all of the buttons are in the same place. From a physical standpoint, the device is ever so slightly thinner. I think about a 16th of an inch. It is lighter by some measurement that I don't know the spec off the top of my head. Um, but a few grams. Yeah. yeah, a couple of grams there. So um, when you put it on your triple beam scale there, you can you can kind of <laughs> get that difference. Uh, but it, you know, it, it is really the same product. But the physical, some of the some of the changes come into play with the port locations and the types of hardware that we were that we're using. So first and foremost, we're now using USB-C charging. Um, which is really a standard, especially in somewhere like the European Union. Um, it will be an actual standard. There's no choice when it comes down to data transfer and charging and things like that. Um, but we found just with other products like our Braille line of products and others that USB-C is the way to go. You can plug it in. You know, it doesn't matter what way you plug in the cable. And quite frankly, the cables are just everywhere. Everything is using USB-C in some form. So uh, we, we definitely wanted to go there. Um, we still uh, do have a headphone jack, a, a, a you know 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. That is going to be on the bottom left of the device now. So directly to the left of the charging port, no longer on the top right. It's moved. And the reason it moved was we've heard a lot of feedback from users that like to use the device while connected in their pocket. And when you put the device in your pocket, you invert or flip it upside down. And so we didn't want you know, we wanted to keep that as a possibility. Um, you put it in your pocket, but you're still going to be using the device as though you're holding it in the palm of your hand, meaning the button rotations will, will be the same. So uh, the, the headphone jack is now on the bottom to the left of the USB-C charging port. The speaker is now on the bottom to the right of the USB-C charging port. And it's a vastly improved speaker um, when it comes to clarity, uh, when it comes to, you know, getting more range there. Um, we knew that we needed, you know, an improvement there. So the speaker is much better. Um, the other piece, we still have a line-in or or microphone jack or input that is on the bottom left corner of the device. Um, so it goes, again, from top right kind of edge or face to bottom left face. So we, those, I mean, from, the, from a physical standpoint, those would be the three main differences in terms of what has changed physically. Um, the other piece is the SD card is now protected by a flap, a protective sort of rubber, rubber flap uh, on the top of the device. That will not, you know, protect cards from being lost if the device is dropped. Also, can can kind of help with, um, you know, dust and things kind of getting into your device. So it, it certainly is uh, another piece that we heard. You know, people were losing SD cards. Um, the, they were getting lost. They were easily coming out of devices over time, and that's something we wanted to avoid. So we we did uh, add that as well. From a from a button standpoint, the buttons are slightly, ever so slightly larger. Um, and there is some tactile added to. Oh yeah, I'll be right out. Okay, I'm coming out. Oh, I think someone's uh, not meaning to be unmuted. Oh, but um, yeah, Diane, I think if you can mute, that would be great. Thank you. It was all right. I was I was going to come out too. I'm excited. <laughs> um, the uh, the the there is some tactile 
uh, marking added to the two, the six, the eight, and the four keys. So being able to feel the up, down, left, and right arrows. Again, the buttons are more rubbery, um, and they are they are they they are slightly bigger. You still have your two dots on the number five key, but as far as the you know the the placement of all the buttons exactly the same. You still have your go to on the top left, shaped like a square. Top right being your bookmark, shaped like a diamond. You're above the number two. You have your your moving you know your airplane mode button that moves you between offline and online. Still a circle and so on. Um, your volume buttons and power on the left. Your record uh, button is on the right. So on the right face. So those those pieces are still the same. Uh, no difference there. From from a, a hardware standpoint, the other main difference before I kick it over to Matt for some of the kind of the other the, the software changes and, and things. Um, we did we we do now support two things. One is the ability to connect to a computer um, through the MTP or the Media Transfer Protocol. What this allows you to do is to connect your device to a computer and see it in Windows File Explorer, both the internal SD card uh, as well as the internal memory. So you'll, you'll see both. You'll see the SD card if there is one in the unit, and you'll also see the internal memory. And I, I, sh- I said internal SD card. What I meant was external SD card. There is no more internal SD card on this device. Um, so again, you are able to connect it to a computer while it's on, and it will simply show up as a removable drive. Uh, so moving content to and fro uh, will will not be very difficult at all because it will show up just like a USB drive or any other drive you plug into your computer. And you'll also be able, in theory, to just use it as a as an SD card reader because it will you will see the the contents of your external SD card in addition to your internal memory. So both will show up. Uh, I love from, the idea that the that it'll take so much larger an SD card. Yeah. So the SD card will support up to one terabyte. Um, and I have been joking on several podcasts and shows that uh, the first person to fill one of those up with digital talking books is going to win some sort of, I don't know what you'll win. You'll win something from me. I need to find (laughs) you at a conference because it'll be, I mean, it is a lot of stuff. NLS will ban you before you can download enough books from them to, uh, to fill up a terabyte. But if you can, I certainly, I might uh, ask you if, when you plan on reading all those books, but a terabyte. And again, we know it's not just for, for books. Certainly a terabyte, um, you know, can be used for, for, you know, maybe you have descriptive movies, you know, audio tracks or lots of music, or, um, you know, you, you may save a lot of podcasts or a lot of content on SD cards. So one terabyte of uh, support uh, when it comes to external SD, the internal memory is is going to be 16 gigabytes from eight. Um, and that will be, again, an, an improvement, um, doubling the, the internal memory size. And so, you know, from the, the physical side, those are really the, the, the big pieces. In addition to the biggest one, which everyone has been asking for, and that is the implementation of Bluetooth. Um, so being able to connect to your your AirPod Pros, which I certainly have done over the past several months, um, being able to connect to your, your external Bluetooth speakers or your Echoes or whatever it is you're using, um, that has been has been a big a big step forward. So you know, it, from the from the physical uh, side of things, I've pretty much covered where we stand. But I'm going to toss it over to Matthew, who has uh, is, is going to going to talk about some of the the additional pieces and and some of those some of those sides, and we'll kind of kick it back and forth and see well if we miss anything in our in our <laughs> efforts here. Yep, for Fire sure. Away, Matthew. Thank you, Peter. Uh, so yeah, so as Peter mentioned. Uh, one of the core tenets of of this uh, effort to make a new stream was to make sure that we don't reinvent the wheel. That you know, as Peter mentioned, 
if someone knew how to use a stream too, they would be able to pick it up easily and transition to it without much of an effort. And certainly, I feel like that goal was reached from a software standpoint. So uh, for those of you who are used to Victory to Streams, when you pick it up and you boot it up, you'll hear the ever so familiar Welcome to Victory there initially. And then you'll get you know, in the last bookshelf you used, and then you'll navigate between bookshelves by using the keys one, uh, the key number one to switch between bookshelves. Uh, if you're in your NLS part or your bookshare bookshelf, for example, and you have a bunch of books to navigate between the different books, guess what? It's still the four and six. Uh, if you're reading a book and you want to switch navigation level, for example, you want to go to chapter level or sentence level, you can press the two and eight keys. So, all of that will remain very, very familiar and very easy to use. The only part that we did do a little bit of a revamp, and I think everyone will agree with me uh, that it is a good thing, is uh, in the settings menu. Uh, so the settings menu on the stream seven on the stream two is pressing seven. And then if you want to go to an option, let's say you want to go to Daisy Online, for example, you've got to press uh, seven about eight times. And then if you're like me and you press it too fast and then you go once too further, you can't go come back. You have to go through all of the options once again. So press seven a bunch of times more and get back to Daisy Online or if you want to go to NLS Bard or whatever the case may be. Now, what we did on the Stream 3 is we've implemented a... Uh, We've implemented local settings. So if you're in your internet radio bookshelf or your podcast bookshelf, if you press number seven, you'll get into that local setting menu. So if you're in a podcast bookshelf, you'll get into your podcast settings where you can set the number of episodes to be downloaded, your their human were recommended uh, lists that you'd like to see by which language and all of that. Now, if you want to see your global settings where you can configure Wi-Fi, configure Bluetooth, as Peter just mentioned, uh, change your input method, whatever the case may be, you just press seven a second time, and then you'll get into that menu. Now, in that menu, you will have to navigate around different options. Uh, but once again, very familiar territory. You're going to press four and six to go back and forth. So like, for example, if I press seven twice, I'll hear general options. If I want to go to my, uh, my Wi-Fi settings, I'm going to press six a couple of times until I get to, I think it's called the online menu, if I remember correctly. Uh, and, and it says wireless. And then if I go once too far, then I can just press four and come back by one. And then once I'm on wireless, I can press on the pound key and then I'll hear Bluetooth. And then if I wanted to be setting up my Wi-Fi, I'll press on number six until I get to Wi-Fi and so on. So we think that this will require a little bit of getting used to for people who uh, are, you know, for, for when you first experience the stream three, but obviously the settings menu is not hopefully something you're playing in every day. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it will require a little bit of adjustment, but we think it in the end, it's going to be a much better experience for, for our customers, uh, for the users. So, yeah. Um, I, I think the way, the way to put that, you know, think of it as a context menu, you know, when, when you use a, a website or, or a website, you know, when you're, when you're using a computer and you press your alt key, you're going to bring down the menu bar and that's relevant to the application or the, or the browser or the, you know, the, the, uh, the program that's in use. And so right now, when you press the number seven uh, on the stream three, you're going to be placed in that particular bookshelves context menu or local settings menu. So if you press seven again, you then go into your global settings. So it, it makes it a lot simpler um, you know, if you're in podcasts and hit seven, you're going to go to podcast local yeah. menu. If you, if you're in 
bard, you're going to go to the bard local menu and quickly remove your service. Whereas if you press seven two times, then you're getting into your your wireless, your navigation and playback, your you know uh, voice management, all these other things um, that that will be available. So we hope, and we know it'll it'll be there will be a little bit of getting used to it. We think it will greatly simplify not only um, the use, but also when we give folks instructions. Um, I can far easily write up instructions when I can say navigate to this by you know pressing the number six and instead of saying press the number seven until you reach this and then do this and then do this it it really will make it easier um now that we've kind of simplified and broken down those menus into yep. more navigable <laughs> more navigable uh elements there yep and peter just mentioned something uh that actually i was going to talk about next which is the voice management so uh for those of you familiar with the stream too if you want to switch up the voices on your device you have to go online and download a package from our website put it on an sd card then boot up the device and then do the update now with the stream three and for those of you who will be getting it next week Please be aware, this is not something that's available yet, but it is coming in the next version, in the 1.1 version that we will have in March. Uh, But there will be a voice management menu where you will be able to switch your DTS. So for the launch, for those of you getting the device, you know, within the next couple of days, uh, we have Will and Sharona, which are two pretty good voices. But moving forward, we will have more voices, more length, both for the English and other languages available. And what that means is that uh, you'll be able to combine any two languages you'd like to have. So if you would like to have, you know, Italian and English, if you'd like to have French and English, if you'd like to have German and Italian, that's definitely something you can do. Your first voice will be used. And that's a one difference as well from the stream two is that the stream two, the menus are voiced, are human voiced on the stream three, all of the menus are read by the TTS. So it's all standardized. It's all the same voice everywhere. So the first voice that you set will be used to read the menu. So if you set for example an italian voice then you'll have italian menus and then the second voice will be used only to read books you can also use obviously the first voice to read books uh but yeah uh so that's one of the changes we made and that's all on the device in the settings menu so you'll be able to swap around voices without having to go through an sd card in the computer and all of that it'll be dynamic it's still two voices max uh, but you can swap them to your heart's content. If one day you feel like having, uh, you know, Will, and the next day you feel like having a different voice, then then go ahead and, and download uh, that new voice. Um, can I ask you a question? Sure, go ahead. On uh, this, it kind of brought up. I'm thinking of in a number of different situations. I know there there are a few things that will be coming out that aren't out yet or aren't yet, quite yet yes. available, including that. First of all, we need to talk about what those are. But secondly, will will these things be something that we'll be able to uh, just download from your website? Or will there be, so- in other words, will there be software or firmware or hardware? Is anything going to need yep. to be returned to no. get to have it updated? So nothing to be returned. So all the updates that we'll do will be available both on the website or if you're connected to Wi-Fi, once you boot your device, mm-hmm. it'll check for an update on the server and prompt you to update. Um, there will be a few features missing at launch. Uh, so the one thing you have to understand is that the stream... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think there's someone Excuse there. Me. There are a couple of people. Um, could you please mute for now so that we can... 
Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, so there will be a couple uh, features. As I was saying, the, the Stream 3 uh, platform is a brand new platform. We didn't take the Stream 2 and patch on a few updates. We really started from scratch. So what that means is that there are, will be a couple features, and I'll talk about four uh, that are missing from launch, but will be added soon after. Um, I think the I'll start from the perhaps the least important one to the most important one. Um, so the uh, highlight bookmarks and the audio bookmarks. So both of them are not available. Regular bookmarks are available. You can put them. There's no problem with that. But the audio and highlight bookmarks, which are the ability to put either a voice marking at a certain point or to highlight a passage in a book, uh, those are not available at launch, but they will be uh, shortly after about, we're talking about a month down the road, somewhere in March. Um, one other thing that isn't working is the internet radio recording. So right now, uh, if you get your unit next week and you try to record uh, a, a internet radio station, you'll hear what's coming out of your microphone instead. It records a voice note instead. So that's one thing that uh, will be fixed also in March. And then the last but certainly not least uh, is Audible. And to make a long story short, we've been talking with Audible for about a year now uh, that, you know, a new Victor stream was coming out and everything. And it, Audible's uh, a part of Amazon, right? And that's a pretty big company. Uh, and uh, communication with them was not bad, but not great either. Uh, so we had a bit of back and forth. And then finally, we sent them a unit in uh, around Thanksgiving of 2022 uh, for testing. And then we never heard back from them. Uh, after sending him a unit, despite multiple emails and whatnot, to the point where about three weeks ago, I went on the Mosin podcast, uh, Mosin at Large, and uh, during that podcast, Jonathan kind of joked about starting a petition, an open letter to Amazon, and he actually did. And within about a week, Amazon reached out to me, Audible reached out to me and said uh, that because the, the, the petition garnered about 700 signatures and uh, they, they apologized for the lack of responsiveness. Uh, they, they were really sorry that they didn't take that into account, didn't take this seriously. Uh, and they told us that they were willing to work with us and uh, really, you know, they, they, they were repenting. So um, we obviously humbly accepted their apology and we started working. And I actually had a call with them today, uh, a few hours ago, um, to talk and update. So we, we are making progress and we are hoping to have Audible available by summer. Uh, we're talking about end of spring, probably if everything goes well. Uh, but we are still in the testing stages. So I can't promise anything on that front, but it, it is something that is very important for us to get to, to get done. Um, in terms of the other uh, improvements that we made really quickly, because uh, I think uh, we might want to go into perhaps a small demo with Peter and then take questions. Uh, the, the device is, as Peter mentioned, more modern uh, hardware. So, you know, it will support more audio formats, which will help with a lot of internet radios, with a lot of podcasts that use more modern codecs. Uh, we've also improved the Wi-Fi, so the, the connectivity is faster, and we can connect to 5 gig networks. So I think that will also be a very welcome, um, we're very welcome feature on the new stream. And uh, yeah, I think Peter mentioned pretty much everything else. That one of the big things that impressed a lot of our testers it was a speaker. So the speaker is pretty good, especially uh, you know when you compare it to the stream two, it is a clear, much clearer, a bit louder uh, speaker. 
and uh yeah it it is it is really something that was the the labor a labor of love at humanware we have a, a great team here uh i'm i'm here tonight talking to you guys but it, it is because of the work of a, a lot of people behind the scenes that that made this uh, this you know work and that will keep working over the next few months to iron out certainly some kinks because as i said brand new platform there will be bugs i can assure you that uh there's there's no new product that comes out in the market that is completely bug free so we ask for your patience we ask you guys to report them uh if you have something you can email our tech support team or or call and they'll, they'll report it to me and we'll take it seriously and we'll fix it eventually uh but yeah i mean uh we are really excited to be putting this uh new uh new little baby out in the world and we think you're gonna love it uh peter you want to do a quick demo before we start taking questions i do sorry i was making sure this thing was working so <laughs> let's do it all right now what we'll do and you're hearing it babbling here so one piece is um keep in mind that the pre-recorded human recorded menus and 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 the the system is done by the tts at this point um as much as i would love to and i've put in my I put in my work, uh, I've, I've, and maybe Larry, I mean, maybe you do it and we need some human narration. I put in my, uh, resume to become the new voice of the Victor reader, but I was turned <laughs> down. I could have sat in a room and read every number and word in the English language, and they could have built a TTS off of my voice. And you would have heard me say, please wait, please wait. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, um, no, and it, and it really is. It comes down to finding the um, you know, the, the human narration and text strings to do that was great. Um, it certainly was something, but over time we did lose a lot of that. When you get into the later versions of the stream too, um, we did not have the, you know, the, the human recorded sort of menu options. So all of the menus, um, all of your settings, everything will be dictated by the TTS. As Matthew said, uh, the TTS will now be something you can control. Um, so you will be able to change that voice and use the, uh, the, the, you know, the, the various voices right now by default, Sharona, and will correct matt are going to be your default voices that is correct so sharona and will with more to come um we're launching we, we have launched in north america only really us only so when it comes down to other voices other languages even other english voices they will be available at a later date um, and you will be able to manage them i'm going to do a little bit of a demo here um what i'm going to do first though is make sure you can hear the device. Can you uh, tell me if this is way too loud, man? I, I I was doing some mixer nonsense and kind of sure. messed around with things. So tell me if you can hear this. Bookshare two that books. A little loud. It's One. good. It's a little loud. Bugs, drugs, okay. internet radio. How's that? Let's go here. Um, References well, zero books. That should be better. That's cool. That's all right. So I'm going to do a little bit, just again, a short demo. This will, will really align with the demo I did the other day um, when, when, when we were on Tech Talk, but I, it will kind of show you what these new menus look like and then also give you a, a quick um, demo of a new feature that we have and also show you where a few things are located that you may be wondering, well, how do I, where do I go? Um, and we'll talk about a tutorial in a moment, but I'm going to come over here to the NLS Bard bookshelf. NLS Bard, six books, four. Dummy Brasco. My undercover life in the mafia. All FBI right. agent Joseph D. Pistone with Richard Woodley. I made the joke the other day that all the books I've been reading lately 
Um, usually I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a history major and I usually read a lot of books that are focused on, I mean, like thick, heavy textbook type of stuff. And my wife just, just completely thinks I'm insane because I'll read like statistics books and who knows what on like the 1982 census changes or something. <laughs> Lately, everything I've been reading is uh, mafia and baseball. So do not blame me. Um, I'm not going to go through all these six books here, but this, this one's pretty good. Now, what I'm going to do, though, is show you um, how we can quickly uh, get into our local menu. So I'm in the NLS Bard bookshelf. You will authorize your stream three the same way you've authorized previous players. So you need to log into your Bard account. You're going to need to go to add a purchased player, um, and you will, you will then find your serial number, which can be done very easily now by pressing and holding the number five. So previously you had to press zero and you would bring up your info, your player info, and then you can navigate that with your four and six key. Now, if you press and hold five, I'm just going to do that quickly. About version 1.0.1 underscore build 769 model stream V3, three user keys, serial number right. nine. So five you're going to be able to get a sense of what that is. Six. Come back around. Podcast six. Oh. Internet rate right. references um, so, NLS Bard one right. search for books. So again, pressing and holding five is going to bring up the where am I? So this really helps when you're on the phone with tech support. Um, this really helps if you are trying to add a purchase player. What is my serial number? Uh, pressing and holding five tells you the version you're on and also tells you your serial number. You still certainly can use zero and go through the full info. Um, that's certainly an option, but the press and hold of five uh, will now give you quickly the version you're on and your serial number. And you heard it say three user keys processed because again, just like before, when you register your player, um, you can, you know, the, the keys will either just come automatically over Wi-Fi or we can send you that, that KXO file. I'm going to show you how to quickly, I'm going to download a book. Um, and I've done this the other day and hopefully the same book is still here. Uh, I'm going to press confirm on search for books. Most popular. We're going to go to, uh, let's go to most popular. Results and found. we get our books. 1,000 books. One, the boys from Biloxi. All right, it's still here. Grisham, John. So again, I get Vic, the boys Michael. from Biloxi, uh, John Grisham book. Now I can do what I've always done. I can press my six key to move through my list of results. I can go to a specific result if I press my go to key and, and whatnot. You can add a result to your wish list by pressing your, your bookmark or diamond key. Certainly all of that stuff still works. Pressing five will read the synopsis of the book. Um, all that stuff is still here. I'm going to press confirm to download this book and it will download very quickly. Queued for download one. So fail to download. Oh, you Command know execution fail. Hopefully the boys from Biloxi. I'm on a different Grisham, network, which John, I didn't really think Beck, about, but that's okay. Michael. What I wanted to say is when you download a book, um, you're going to be able to press and hold your, your pound key. And in, in addition to reading your battery status or download percentage, it will read the title of the book you are downloading. Um, and so, and, and same is true for when a podcast downloads previously, it would make a notification and say podcast download completed. And you would say, well, that's nice. Well, what, what downloaded, um, now if you choose, it can read the title of the podcast that just finished downloading. So you'll know, um, what just downloaded, or you'll know what NLS Bard book is in progress of being downloaded. I don't really know why this didn't work, but I never really sweat it when demos, live demos don't go the way I want them to. I will try. They one. never work. Yeah, it's okay. I'll try one more time. And if they don't work, two, so be long it. shadows. Let's try long two shadows. Download. Two, long shadows. Baldacci. Right, we'll see. David. So 
this one worked i who knows perhaps you have the first one already i think you downloaded it the other night yeah i thought i removed it who knows but either way um i i'm so used to live demos going crazy (laughs) i mean it's it's no big deal but what'll happen here so again i've added this book to the download queue now what'll let's come back to my bookshelf i'm just gonna most popular come out of here Search for books. so i'm back to my nls bard bookshelf i'm doing something i'm you know reading something else whatever it is i'm doing if i press and hold pound at this point or my confirm key battery powered 72 percent no downloads uh, yeah something's wrong i don't know why it yeah. won't download what it should do and what it will do when i restart this later because i've certainly have had it on all day doing things is it will tell me what is downloading um in the percent you know the 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 current book that is downloading once that download completes um it will show it as well and and we this you know i the proof is in the uh in the pudding i guess it doesn't like it on fridays it's tired (laughs) on monday it worked just fine yeah so and certainly um you know, it, it, it will now tell you. And again, you can go in and turn that off. You can change that verbosity. If you just want the old way, you can do that. If you want no notification, you can do that as well. Um, so you can have the, the, the tone, you can have the tone and message, or you can have, you know, the, the actual description of what just downloaded. So that we, we certainly wanted to clean that up. Now, another thing I'm in the bookshelf, if I just press seven one time, well, what'll happen is I'll move into my NLS Bard specific settings or that local sort of contextual menu to the bookshelf I'm in. So I'm in NLS Bard, the online bookshelf, I press seven. Menu, import configuration. And here's our NLS Bard settings. And now I can use four and six to move through this menu. So I can import my configuration if I had generated something within the companion software. Modify login Here's where I can modify my login. Book types to search. What book types? Remove service. Remove service. Import configuration. And back to import. So again, I can use my four and six keys to move through this. If I press seven again, so again, I had pressed seven once. If I just pressed cancel or star, I would return to my NLS bookshelf. But if I press seven again, general settings, now I'm placed into my global sort of settings. So here's my general settings. If I press right, navigation and playback, here's my navigation and playback, wireless. Here's wireless. Just to show you, if I press confirm on wireless, airplane mode off, here's my various settings. And you can toggle these with your confirm button, but let's go right, Wi Fi. And if I go right again with the number six, one more time, Bluetooth, here's Bluetooth. So when you want to connect to Bluetooth, that is in your wireless menu. Again, to get to your wireless menu, you need to press the number seven two times and then move to your right to get over to, to, to wireless. Uh, I mean, to, to wireless and then go, go into Bluetooth. It's going to be a much easier process to get out. Of course, you can press and hold, you know, press your star key Leaving menu. and get out Search of Search for books. So we 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 believe and this will be something for those of you who are on the fence or saying i don't know there will be a full several hour uh audio tutorial created by mystic access who's done some wonderful tutorials for many 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 products out there i mean anything ranging from the apple watch to oh i don't know uh, like the blind shell phone and and everything in between um they have done a wonderful job on on the victor reader stream generation for many years and they are making the new one so the stream three audio tutorial will be done by mystic access um we've we've used them for our braille displays and braille note takers they've done just such a nice job of that um they will be releasing the audio tutorial probably within the next couple of weeks um do you know matt when it might be when it might be done it's going to be done in March, uh, and uh, it'll be uh, yeah, it'll be done in March. I was talking with uh, Chris and Kim recently, and they're doing some for the Stellar Trek as well uh, as the Stream nice. Three, yeah. and uh, the, the both will be available in March. 
So we, we, we love the work they do. I'm sure many of you do as well. Um, if you've ever listened to a Mystic Access tutorial, they make it fun. Uh, it's interactive. They do a great job of, um, I mean, you know, of, of creating the content and it's a shameless plug for all that they do. Um, and we, you know, we, it will be free. So if you want to hear the product in action or get a sense of how it works, you don't have to purchase a product to listen to the tutorial. It's a free tutorial. We'll be available on our website. We'll certainly be available on their website. Um, and it's something that we encourage all of you to listen to prior to or, or in conjunction with getting your new units because it will really cue you in to what's going on. Again, a number of weeks and it, it will be ready to go. Yeah, and, and I just want to stress out that it's good for both. It'll be good for both existing, you know, longtime Victor users as well as new people, people who are new to the Victor Reader. There will be a section that will be specifically tailored for, you know, you've been a Stream 2 user for a few years now. What's new in the Stream 3? But there will also be some tutorials that assume nothing that assume that you've never had a victor in your hand in your life and it'll walk you through how to set up your wi-fi how to go listen to a radio station how to subscribe to a podcast so we it will really be wide reaching in terms of a tutorial yeah well i thank you both and i'm just going to jump in here for a minute um something seems a little odd tonight on our call and that is we've had at least six or eight people that have raised their hands and either you guys have answered some amazing and have answered their <laughs> questions ahead of time um or there's something going funny with hand raising i think i'm intimidating them into lowering their hands um, <laughs> without, yeah, sorry, that's anyone, probably you know? what it is so what i want Harry, to i think some of the answers have been made and then i have lowered the hands so that when you start to ask questions, everybody gets a fair chance. So, and it was getting everybody the speakers way down the list. So, what we'll do, we certainly want to take questions, and I'd ask, and I know you guys will do a disclaimer as well, but please, 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 um, if you can, keep it, keep it on on point. Um, certainly, we we want to answer relevant questions. I'm I'm happy to think on my feet, and I have no problem doing it. But please keep keep things relevant to stream three, and please keep it to one question. I know. There will be lots of questions. We can always go around the hamster wheel and get back to you if there's a ton. But if you can try to keep it to it to a one piece uh, sort of question, it'll help us flow through because I know we know We're lots have of to questions. Do that so. Because we've only got about fifteen minutes yep. left. So and, let's do it. Uh, so are, let's go for, for it. Some questions. And Ray Campbell, you're on first, and oh. behind you, uh, Mitchell, you can be ready to unmute after oh. Ray. Okay, very quick. Um, thanks, guys. Uh, can can you move your like Bard your NLS Bard keys from like the generation two to the generation streamer? Do you have to go through Bard and add the keys? So you'll have to go through the process again. It's a new player, meaning a new serial number. So you cannot transfer gotcha. keys from one player to another. Um, that's something that NLS takes very seriously. And so you need to actually register with the account uh, as you did with the stream too, or any, okay. any purchased player. Okay, that's all I got. Thanks. Rock and roll. Okay, Mitchell, you want to unmute, please? Hey, uh, how long is the USB-C cable that we're getting? And are we going to get a power brick? Uh, so yeah, there's, there is a power brick with a bunch of international adapters. So if you're going to Europe, you, there's the, the prongs for it and everything. Uh, and as far as the USB cable, I believe it is six feet. Yeah, I think it's six. Usually oh, we do six. It could be five. Yeah, five uh, or six. It's five or six. That's usually our standard when, when, we, when we provide a USB-C cable with a product. 
And Fran Sign. Hi, um, Peter and Matthews. Thank you for this presentation. Um, but how much is this little gadget going to cost us? So yeah. the stream stream ahead, three is it's five forty nine. So the stream two is four ninety five. Um, we're at about a ten percent jump there. Um, and five fifty really, actually is it five fifty? Yeah. So yeah, that. Sorry, I was thinking. I don't know why. I'm always going one dollar. I'm trying to. I'm trying to play that game where you price everything one dollar. Yeah, like three ninety eight a yard. And you're like, why is it three ninety eight a yard for this fabric? It should be like four dollars. Um, but so five hundred and fifty dollars US. Um, it's about a ten percent increase from where we were on stream two, and for for what we've been able to to do, uh, I've been I've been here eight, eight years. I certainly have never seen ever seen the types of of, of issues we've had with parts, with components, with uh, circuitry, with boards, with the supply chain over the last three years. I've never seen anything like it. I'm not alone. I don't care if someone's in the paint can industry or the, uh, uh, you know, whatever industry you may be in. We've seen tremendous shifting and increases across the board on shipping and components. And so we feel we've added a ton of value to the product, but that 10% truly, and, and we've taken multiple price increases on our products over the last two years, which is really, really hard when you're an AT company um, in a, in a, in a field where uh, many of our users are on fixed incomes. And I, we get it. I get it. I mean, I've been there. Um, certainly it's, it's really tough. So five fifty, um, but it certainly is something we, we believe is, is very much, um, you know, in range with, with aligning with the value that we've added to the product. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Bev, Bev Clifford will be next. And then, Nikki, I'm going to go to you with Clubhouse after okay. that. Okay. I actually have a, a question about the present stream. It's something I wonder, can it do it? Sure. If you download a book by mistake, can you cancel it? So, yeah. So, you can yeah. go, you can press on number seven. Uh, if you press uh, number seven, I think it's two or three times. I can't remember. Uh, while you're on your online bookshelf, you'll have an option to cancel all uh, all current downloads, and right. that'll. I mean, it'll cancel all downloads. Though, if you have some other stuff that's downloading, it'll cancel it as well. But if you only have that one book downloading, you can do that. Yeah, it oh. will. It will abort the download. Thank you. You're most welcome. You learn Thank something you. new every day, and you can do that on stream three as well. Nikki. In Clubhouse, yes, Nikki in Clubhouse. Hello? Yeah, we have Eva here to 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 have a question. Good evening, Eva. Eva. Hi, Hello? it's Eva. How you guys doing? Oh, Ibrahim. Ibrahim. I misunderstood. Dude, we're okay, doing I'm awesome. sorry. I'm sorry. How are you? Hi. Hi. Hey. You have uh, a question for our gentleman? Uh, yes. Quick question about the Victor stream and. Uh, Audible, I'm just wondering, I know you guys have a uh, much better relationship with them now, and I'm just wondering <laughs> if there might be a possibility down the road to add um, Audible to the online library, similar to Bookshare and um, other services. Excellent question. Really phenomenal question. Uh, we've been talking with them about it, uh, and, and there is some opening on their end. This is more of a long-term thing, so if if it happens, it, it we're probably looking more at a a year or two down the line. Uh, but uh, they are open to that. They there is a possibility, and and it's what we've been asking for for years now. Uh, and and to do a quick history lesson because I know we don't have a whole lot of time. But when the Victor Reader Stream Two came out, uh, Audible. 
didn't support it. They refused to support it. And there was a campaign once again by a lot of our community and they, they put pressure with, uh, with the audible to have, and, and then they came up with this solution that we have today, which is not a perfect solution. It requires the use of a computer and everything. And I mean, we're not in love with that solution. We really think that they should be integrated just like NLS or Bookshare. And, uh, yeah. So I, again, we talked about it today that they're, they're definitely open to looking at some possibilities and it might be in the future. Okay. Um, and then Thank another you. quick question, um, you mentioned the Wi-Fi. Is that Wi-Fi six on the third generation or five? No, it's a Wi-Fi. It's Wi-Fi five. Uh, so the advantages of Wi-Fi six is mostly in terms of speed and whatnot, and and yeah. given the the purpose of the device, which is yes to download books and everything, but rarely will you be downloading like a multi gigabyte file and everything. Uh, we it was it was much more expensive to go with a Wi-Fi six chip. So it is it is a regular Wi-Fi chip, uh, but we do support now five gigahertz. Okay, I'm um, very happy to hear, hear that 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 tip is back, so um, you can pour it down the low for Audible. Yeah, for sure. We have two more in Clubhouse, Terry. I don't know if you want to take one of them now. Let's, or... take, let's take one of them now. Abby? Hey, uh, Peter and Matthew, great presentation. I actually called this morning and purchased a Victor Reader Stream 3, nice. and I was the first one to do it. So, <laughs> Did um, they give I you a special you prize? Oh, I'm not expecting a prize. I, just want, I was kind of surprised because I didn't think, I thought there'd be a rush and I might have to wait because it might be bad. Well, well, we're glad you ordered. That's awesome. Yeah, I, yes, I did. And I still hope we'll get it next week or whenever. But anyway, my question is this. I noticed the voice, Sharona, was a little bit slow while reading those menus. Is there any way to speed her up? I know you can do it when she's reading, but what about the menus? I've never noticed that with any of the other Victor Reader products, but this one, this time she's a little slow. So when you speed up the text-to-speech as it's reading a Bookshare book, that will reflect in the menus as well. I have it slow oh, for demo okay. purposes. Okay. Yeah, I don't okay. like to crank it. Um, certainly, no, I if don't you, either, you but can. It's just a little bit faster. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks, Abby. No problem. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Joshua, you can unmute if you would, please. Hello. Hi, hi. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes, we can. Yep. Everything's fine. So okay. Oh, thanks. Five hundred and fifty macaronis. Could somebody mute, please? Thank you. Or thank you. Um, uh, my question is about the, the, the menus, really quick. Um, I, I know when the second gen stream, when you when you were on the offline bookshelf, you hit the seven key. You had the had the regular navigation menu. Mm -hmm. Then when you went to the online bookshelf, you had the, you know, the Wi-Fi, podcasts, NLS, Bard, all, all, all Bookshare, all that good stuff. Yep. So you're saying in this third gen stream, it doesn't matter whether you're on the offline or online. You still get you still get you, you get both menus then by hitting the seven key twice or that, is yeah, that's am I wrong correct. about that? No, you're correct. You're absolutely correct. So uh, one of the things that came uh, from the survey that we mentioned a little bit before and from, you know, ourselves using it as well, was that it was a little bit frustrating that it was two different menus, but on the online and the offline bookshelf. Yeah, yeah. So, I know yeah. Mean. Yeah. So we combined oh, okay. them. Okay, That's what I thought it was, but I just, I just wanted yeah. to, uh, that, 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 and I got to say, it's awesome feature. Now that whatever you're in, you just hit the seven key, go right. That's awesome. That's going to, that, that's going to make things a lot smoother a lot quicker um I mean, yeah that's, that's gonna be that's it's our gonna hope be a, joshua really nice. that's our hope my man <laughs> yeah thanks oh yeah Thank and you. by the way peter i do have two i, I do have 
three three terabytes worth of bard books on an external You're a hard man. drive. So I you could, are a madman, Joshua. I could fill up one card if I wanted to. I only know one other person that has something like that. I mean, and I she was the only one. Gary, um, you have nine minutes. Uh, yes, thank you, Cindy. <laughs> Howard Goldstein. If you, uh, yes. Uh, there uh, you are. Yes. Good evening. Good evening. Um, <clears throat> I noticed looking at the website that it says in the box there's the stream unit itself and the long cable. Um, with the older streams, there used to be a short cable for yep. copying from NLS cartridges. Uh, yep. Is that going to be available with the new stream? So, unfortunately, no. The, the short cable is not available. And the reason is that the hardware, because we went with the MTP route, which, as Peter mentioned, allows you to plug to your computer and keep using the stream and also read the internal memory of the device, that port doesn't allow for reading external storage. So, unfortunately, USB sticks and NLS cartridges are no longer going to be compatible with the, the stream. Uh, what we recommend people to do is to transfer the books to a computer and then back onto the stream if that's something that they wish to keep doing. Uh, or you can get the NLS reader that will read the cartridges. Uh, but yeah, for the for the cartridge and the USB sticks, it is no longer supported. Um, the, the survey showed us also that it was a very, very small number of users who used the stream for that purpose. So that's why that decision was made to go with that specific hardware. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nikki, you said you had one more on. Set. Actually, we have two now. So the first <laughs> one is Sonia. Hi, Sonia. Sonia, yeah. Hello there, guys. Um, okay, so my question here is, um, you know how on the second generation, um, you know how on the second generation you can like, uh, you can only like change the voice, like only change the language and stuff, like through the website. Mm -hmm. Well, my question, my question is, on the third generation, um, can you actually, do you have to use the computer to change the language? Sonia, Sonia, that's an awesome question. You are rocking and rolling. So you do not. So when it comes down to localizations um, and when it, when it comes down to voices, uh, especially, you know, your, your localizations, you'll, you'll probably have to install a package. But when it comes down to voices, so if you wanted to download once we go global, so right now this will not be the case because we're only live here in the United States. But mm -hmm. once we launch around the world and you want to download a French voice and a Spanish voice or a, a French voice and an English voice or Spanish and, and Russian or whatever languages we offer, you can do that yourself via the the, the, the menus. You don't have to do it through oh. a pre-built pre package. I, I I love that. When I heard them, when I, I was wondering that because when I first heard about that, I'm like, that is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yep. So yep. no more, no need to now get a package that we say you can have. Cause before it was either we gave you the, the, the choices. And if you were somebody who wanted yeah. French and Italian, and that wasn't a package we offered, um, you would, you would be out of luck. So now you're going to be able to, to pick and choose. Yeah. So thanks for the question. It's a great one. You're welcome. I, uh, this is Sonia. Actually, I think I got. Yeah, that was Alan. Alan uh, yeah. He jumped in there. So Alan quick on yeah. the draw. Sonia, what's your question? <laughs> No worries. Uh, just real quick, I joined late, so I don't know if you discussed it or not. Uh, is it going to be wireless charging available? No, there's no my wireless charging. My, it broke. Uh, the power port breaks. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Peter. No, sure thing. So the the if you it's USB C charging. Um, there's no there's no wireless. What you can do if you want 
is you could choose to use a magnetic cable. A lot of times when we have folks who have, who have trouble with ports, that could be an option depending on what's going on. But again, you know, it, it's, uh, we, we know, and that's part of the, you know, having an inset battery allows us to have a, a sturdier port connection and things too. So we believe that that shouldn't be an issue. In addition to having USB-C, a lot of our port breakages were due to just a lot of forcing of cables um, and a lot of sort of, you know, wear and tear over time with those micro USB ports. We don't think that will be an issue with USB-C. So it's, it's kind of a TBD there, but uh, yep. you know, it's, it's, we're not going to support wireless charging on this, on this version. Thank you. Thanks, Sonia. Okay. Thank you, Nikki. Uh, next one, Howard and or Janice. There you are. Hi, how are you? A good presentation. We own all the streams so far, so we'll probably pick up this one. But I'm going to be a little bit of a poop. Why would you go to an internal battery that we cannot replace for $40 and force us to pay potentially 100 plus to replace the battery? So it's a, it's a really good question. And I'm glad you asked it. Uh, I'm really glad you asked it. So when it comes down to batteries and when we look at longevity of batteries and the expectation of batteries and how we can build devices, an inset battery uh, allows us a couple of things. First of all, it allows us to move the battery. It allows us to not have the battery seated in one spot. Sounds small, but when you're building a device and you have specs you want to meet, so having an SD card, adding various boards and chips. When you start to build, being able to change the location of the battery is extremely important. It allows us to move it further up into the device. And so that gives us the ability to have um, you know, different types of boards to, to support larger SD cards, to support USB-C charging, to support different things, right? Part of that is that. The other piece is with an inset battery, the longevity over batteries that you need to remove is you know when when we talk about kind of the lithium ion and the, and the state of the battery, we are certain that the batteries will last longer than if we were to go with kind of sourcing a battery from somewhere and having it be replaceable. Everyone thinks you know that when when we when we sell batteries and you say I find a battery on Amazon or I find a battery, those batteries are all made for the Victory or Stream. It's not a different company per se that's making that battery. So. It is all coming from us. Uh, the other piece is, you know, is it more expensive? Sure. Um, it certainly will, will most likely be more expensive and you will have to bring the device somewhere. But at the end of the day, when you look at longevity and you think of the about four to 500 charging cycles to get down to about an 80% use on that battery. So what that means is after, after 400 charges, charging cycles, 100% will mean 80% from when that battery is brand new. And that to us is something we believe our users will value tremendously. And I can tell you from using this for about six, uh, four months, the battery life is, is upwards of 18 hours. And I, I really, I really, really, and, and time will tell and our users will tell us, but uh, I believe that the batteries are going to be far, far superior. And if that's something that is a, a deal breaker, then by all means, you know, there's nothing we can do about that, but I, we understand and we hear you. Uh, that it's that it's a change and changes change is not easy. Anything on that, Matt? Yeah, in terms of the repair, 
costs really quickly because our did mention it. We are looking at at how much it's going to cost to repair it. That hasn't been set in stone yet, but I am looking at keeping the cost low. So we are looking at somewhere around the ninety to one hundred dollar uh, ballpark. We won't be squeezing people like two hundred bucks to change a battery or anything like that. That I can assure you. I want to thank you both. I'm looking forward to getting my Victor three. Peter and Matthew will be back on main menu. Is it next Wednesday night? Yes, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. I thank you all very much. I wish you a wonderful week ahead. And good night to one and all.